Welcome everyone to season five, episode three of the Mindful Marriage Podcast. My name is Brock. I'm the lead care and support pastor at Hope Fellowship, and I'm joined by my esteemed colleague. I'm Tara, licensed professional counselor. Man, Tara, thank you for for doing this. Like, I feel like this is a great opportunity for us to learn from your expertise, your experience, your practice, and everything like that. So thank you for humbling yourself and doing a podcast with me for five years now. So my pleasure. Back at you. Yeah. I'm excited about this one. This we've talked about this in the past, but this is a little different. Um, we're gonna be talking about expectations. And so we all have them, whether we're aware of them or not. They can create conflict and tension, especially the ones that are unknown or unhealthy, maybe unfair. They're not us-minded like we discussed in last episode, but they have the potential to trip us up. And so today we're going to talk about how do we, how do we find those? How are we aware of them? Then what do we do with that and communicate about them? Yeah, expectations are pretty powerful. Absolutely. And there can be a lot of emotion involved with expectations. Like right now I'm, a, I'm feeling a little, um, I don't know if truculent is the right word, uh, but I was, as Tara and I were discussing this episode, I thought I was going to introduce the topic and then Tara went off. And so my, my expectations weren't met. So that therefore there are emotions coming out of me right now of truculent. Would you like to practice communicating <laughs> no, emotions? I, I, that was, that was meant to be uh, an example and I got shot down real quick because it went back to me again. So anyway, all right. So Tara, expectation, why, why are they so powerful in your opinion, your practice your experience? Why are they so powerful? I think because, I mean, I mean, really, when you look at the definition, that right there kind of says it all. But when we think or believe that something should happen a certain way and something confronts that or butts up against it, especially like depending on the topic, like you said, there's emotion around that or maybe even values or years and years of doing it a certain way. And then somebody comes along and says, like, that doesn't jive with me, or I want to be part of that now. It can kind of throw you for a loop. Yeah, you always talk about the two roads uh, issue that each of us has been our own path to get where we are today. And so you think about all the things that have influenced my expectations, the my family of origin and how we did things around the house, how we communicated. That's a huge one for this. That really sets me up. And then this other person may have a completely different experience and so their expectations are completely different from yours and life uh, life experiences start to happen uh even the church can start to you can maybe hear some ideas like oh here's how it's supposed to work in marriage and you gain some expectations and then typically what happens when as we get going is we merge those roads together and we start walking down this journey and like what do you mean you're not gonna wash the dishes what do you mean you're not gonna cook what do you mean you're not gonna do this or that and then it seems like when expectations are unmet it usually doesn't go super well because we get frustrated, we can get angry, we can feel unloved. And so if we don't have those expectations kind of, uh, I don't know, man, because uh, Tara corrects me all the time oh, here. Oh, goodness. But manage. Man, okay, okay guys. Like, no. you see, I'm a gun shy to say words because I'm like, oh, the, the therapist oh, is going to. Good <laughs> And so, but it's like, so it's like if we don't explore those, it can really lead to some pretty difficult marital issues. So expectations are pretty powerful. And they, it's not always a negative thing. Like, so one thing for me was growing up, Saturdays, my parents both worked full time, Monday through Friday, and Saturdays, were for a lot of families, it's family time or, you know, 
like if I had soccer, maybe they would come to that game. But that was a day to kind of get caught up and do stuff around the house or run errands. Like my dad would go hunting or go work with cattle because he raises cattle. And my mom would run errands, go shopping, maybe um, things like that. And so it was not a day for us to all hang out and kind of unwind and connect. And now having my own family, Saturdays, that is what we do. I mean, yes, there may be some some chores around the house and cleaning and stuff, but we try to do it together. And But it's a day that we're all together and try to do something fun or be productive, but connect. And to this day, there are still some days I wake up and it's Saturday and I'm like, this just feels so like, not weird, but sometimes weird, but also like unbelievable in some ways. Like even though I've been married and have kids for many years now, I still kind of go back to that sometimes because I did it that way for so long in my developmental years that, you know, you just get used to that and that kind of gets how you're wired or becomes how you're wired. So even something as simple, like doesn't necessarily create conflict, but I still have to like, kind of like recognize that and keep going and be like, I I mean, I feel super blessed and like it's, I'm so thankful we get to do that, but it's so different. And so, especially before we had kids, I would even sometimes like gravitate towards doing my own thing and not check in with my husband. Um, Or maybe I expected that this is when I, that kind of snuck up on me, but I would expect him to be busy and go off and want to do his own thing because he finally had some free time. And he was like, no, I want to hang out with you. And I'm like, but that's not how I was, you know? And so it's not even a negative thing, but just different. And so that kind of right there, I mean, that's why I think it's so important to, to really pay attention to this and be open hearted and eyes open with this because it's not always a negative thing, but it can lead to like, had we not sat down and really talked about that and discussed what we wanted our weekends to look like as a family, especially because he's in ministry and works on Sunday, Saturday is really important. And so it could have created some big waves. And yeah, you start to blame the other person. Like, Hey, why are they? Cause like in our, in, in our marriage, my wife, her family, the weekend was the same thing. They worked. And, and my wife is a person that believes that, that naps are for the week. She's not a nap person. I mean, she's a, the hardest working woman in the world. And so, but I grew up where Saturday and Sunday after church on Sunday morning, Saturday and Sunday were meant for one thing and one thing only, football. You sat around that TV and watched football and it was just like you worked hard all week. This is your opportunity to relax. And so here I was thinking that she's being nosy and ruining my time. This is my sacred time. And she feels like I'm being lazy. And so there's all kinds of emotions that can go along with that. You're creating narratives that you don't even mean to or know about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was really frustrating for us. And so it was having to learn rhythms and even learning that there were different ways, different paths that people could have gotten together. Mm Because I thought, well, everybody must do it the way I do it. And she thought everybody should do it the way I do it. And realizing, oh, there's different ways. And so when those things aren't met, it can really lead to some pretty big you know, arguments, marital discord, hurt frustration, feelings. hurt feelings. It can lead Absolutely. to all this stuff. All right. So my question then, how do I begin to, if expectations are so powerful, how do I begin to figure out what my expectations are? Like, what would I do to, to if this is so important to kind of have a realization of what's going on in my brain, how do I start to figure out what my expectations are for, for my relationship? Right. Well, I think any, like looking at your areas of conflict or where there are hurt feelings or arguments, 
those are a lot of times flashing neon signs that somebody's expectations or both weren't met or even communicated. And so kind of starting there and working backwards, I think is very helpful. So if there's some emotional energy around something, that's probably a sign that this might be something to look at. Mm -hmm. This could be a potential expectation. Yeah, for sure. Um, And like we said earlier, like being aware of and trying not to judge this, and that can be hard, but being aware of how you grew up and what was modeled for you in your family and from your parents is oftentimes, again, that informs how we behave and show up to our own marriage, whether we want it to be true or not. Yeah. So when we talked in that very first episode of the season about mindset, we were, hey, it's, 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 a, it's good to understand where I got my certain feelings or ideas about what's going on. And so it's important to go back and even figure out from your family of origin what your expectations are set and what you were thinking about. The simple things like cleaning, the weekend, yes. intimacy, all those kind of things really have Yeah, such how power. you're going to discipline your kids. Um, so I think, and one of the things we talked about was sitting down and, as we like to call it, brain dumping. Sounds a little gross, but I really like that term. Okay, we'll go with um, it. Or heart dump if you prefer. But breaking things up into categories, like expectations and desires around like how you want to discipline your kids, how you want to handle your finances, tithing. um, How do we want to do conflict, spend vacations, spend Saturdays, every area like could be its own. uh, What's the word? Evaluation of what your expectations are like chores. And what do I, what for my family of origin, what's going on in my brain? What am I expecting? They may seem like small things, but they're not like they could, that could be, you could spend years like working on one area possibly. And Just so- Which way the toilet paper comes yes. off, where you squeeze the toothpaste, all Absolutely. that kind of stuff can really have power. Because yes. you, you feel like if you start to uh, read into what the other person's motives are, why are they squeezing at the top versus the bottom? Then all of a sudden you can start to think, oh, they're just whatever. And it can really lead to a down dark spot in yeah. your marriage. And sometimes these things, they do, they feel so personal, but if, especially when they're unknown and they haven't been talked about, a lot of times they're not personal. Like it's not a slight against you from your spouse. It's just an, it, they're used to doing things a certain way. And now again, they're trying to, you're trying to combine your journey with theirs. And that's just an area that needs maybe a little extra time and communication or TLC. Because if they knew that they were hurting your feelings or offending you, hopefully they wouldn't still do it, but that you could at least have context on why they do what they do. Yeah. And that, is very freeing. So one of the things that uh, that I use, I think you use this resource as well, it's called Symbus, mm-hmm. Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts. It's a great tool. It's a good tool. And one of the things they do in there is they do uh, a, a section on expectations. They literally have couples uh, go through and say, hey, when it comes to making the bed, you know, what was what happened in your family of origin? What are you expecting things to be yeah. like? In are your you even going to make your bed? Yeah. And then if you are, in what, like what method or fashion? Because... Again, people might, both might make their bed, but like do it totally differently. And that could offend you or hurt your feelings. So would it would it be a potentially good exercise to think about as a couple, maybe thinking like the categories you talked about when it comes to chores, disciplining the children, uh, what you do on the weekends to even begin to explore some of those things and write some of that stuff down and then come back together and talk about yeah. it? Um, if it's, yeah, I mean, I think if you can do it productively um, together, you could do that. 
or if it's better to kind of like do it on your own and then come back and compare notes and really talk about it and deep dive into it. Absolutely. Because that's the thing is like, we aren't mind readers. And sometimes, again, we get used to doing stuff and living a certain way. We don't even know maybe that that's that there's other ways of doing it. And so just to spend some time on this and hear the other person out and be willing to say like, it doesn't always have to be done my way or my way is the only right way kind of thing is so helpful and can prevent so much hurt and heartache from later on. So it sounds like you're asking for, again, feel free to uh, uh, take my words and make them a little bit better here, but you're asking for compromise maybe some sacrifice. Yes. And as we talked about in episode two, uh, redefining love and realizing that part of it is like, I ha- I need, you know, to think about what their needs are as well as mine. Yeah, be us-minded. Yeah. And sometimes that does take sacrifice and compromise. But yeah, how do I love this person well while not, you know, negating my own needs or expectations or whatever? But how do I love this person well? How do I serve them? And what's going to be best for our family or us as a couple in this moment? Do I really need to go and do it this way? Or is it okay if the toilet paper gets put on this way? Or they want to go run errands on a Saturday and go alone because they've had a stressful week and just want a little quiet. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, but talking about that, giving context, providing some background information could be so helpful and honestly prevent things from escalating then or in the future. So that's, I guess, one of my big struggles is like sometimes I can realize my expectations, but sometimes I don't communicate them very well. Uh, So if I needed to communicate some expectations around something, any advice on what would be a healthy way to even navigate that, like by the words we say, the tone that we use, what would be some healthy insight as we try to explore our expectations with our spouse? Right. Well, I think, I mean, I've said this before, and I wholeheartedly believe this, but our tone, the way that we say stuff is just as important as what we're actually saying. So if you're really angry and you can't have a calm, kind tone, maybe you need to hold off. But yeah, timing and tone, super, super important when it comes to communication. But that's I think that's the key right there is communicating this. And so things like, this is what I would like to do, or right now I'm feeling X, Y, Z, about what you just said or what just happened or, you know, whatever the thing is. And I would like it if you something, you know, so depending on what it is, but just taking ownership and responsibility, staying in your lane, using I language or I statements is very helpful. Be willing to compromise what's good for us as a couple versus, you know, am I being selfish? The us-minded idea that we've talked about. Yeah. Yeah. But staying in your lane, like we always say, so if I'm staying in my lane, but I'm trying to communicate where I'm at, even if if I feel like I was wronged, again, going back to like, hey, I feel really angry right now about X, Y, Z. Can we talk about it? Or this is really in my head, I realized like I wish it would have gone this way and it didn't. And I think that's why I'm angry. Can we talk about it? And trying to just, again, start these conversations. They may have to continue on. And these could take, some of this could take years. But just as soon as you're aware that like something has butted up against or there was an expectation there, do some inventory. And then I think, especially if there's patterns of this, 
But even if it's a one-off, but it was hurtful or it's important to you to talk about it, go to them and start that conversation. Now, I know you make fun of me for talking about him all the time, but uh, Gottman has a thing that's really helpful for me when it comes to this. He said a lot of times if you look at couples that are doing things well, when they get in, they need to talk about these things. It's not like, it's like a ball that they have mm-hmm. in between them. They're kind of pushing this ball back and forth. They're like, here's this issue to talk about. But the couples that really struggle take the ball and they put it inside the other person and start to like, hey, you're not willing to, it's like they're they're starting to blame or criticize the other person yes. really heavily instead of trying to say, hey, here's an issue. You need to figure out what to do with Saturday. Let's not take it personal like you're selfish or you don't care. Maybe that's a good starting spot is to say, hey. Let's ha- unpack this. Let's unpack this. Yeah, here's yeah. this issue. It's not necessarily you're horrible or you're selfish or whatever, but here's an issue just we need to yeah, figure out. Yeah, you're creating dialogue in that back and forth rather than you're just going in guns blazing and blaming and it's all about me and how I feel because of what you did. Like maybe we don't have all the facts or the information that goes with that. So let's, yeah, like let's kick it back and forth and keep going and see what comes out. Yeah, and then the other thing that uh, Gottman talks about too is that sometimes the expectations not all of them are going to be met. No. And there's going to be some things we just have to realize this is this is not going to work out the way I want it. Mm-hmm. And so what do we do in those situations when we realize, hey, here's some expectations I have and they're just not, my spouse isn't maybe willing or able or whatever words you might use there. But what do you do if your expectations aren't met and you've had those conversations? How do you navigate that? Well, I think if they're not being met, why are they not being met? Have they really been communicated? Am I being selfish still? And the thing I'm asking for is not maybe the healthiest thing for our marriage or even for me. Um, But I think if it's something that continues, and again, depending on the context, I think sometimes we just have to keep having follow-up conversations or find a new way to say it or what is driving this thing that I really want? What's, What's my motivation in this? And if it's healthy and coming from a really good place, sometimes we have to fight for those things, you know? Um, sometimes we have to be patient because it may not be the season for that thing. You know, like if, let's say someone wants to change jobs um, because the other one, the one they have is sucking the soul out of them and they're miserable, but if they were to switch to this other one, maybe they're going to lose their health insurance and they can't, they need health insurance right now for their family. You know, that is a sacrifice and it's a hard one. And these are not black and white examples, obviously. And there, it depends and everybody needs to make the best decision for themselves. But sometimes it's a waiting game and maybe we, you know, we have to say no for right now, but not for forever to certain things, those kinds of things. And so I think, Again, it just, it depends on what it is, but I think we have to commit to continuing the conversation if it's something that we really feel is important and it's a healthy thing and it's not getting met or even being heard, come at it from that angle. Or Mm -hmm. maybe that's when you start couples counseling or you go talk to your pastor. Like that's when we need to maybe look outside of ourselves and our home and start using some other resources and get, like seek wise counsel and start to maybe look at it from different angles that we haven't gotten to. And I think it's also healthy too, if someone's trying to communicate an expectation to you that as much as you can to be able to really make sure that, like you said, they feel heard. 
that they've been able to express what's going on, and you're not trying to justify yourself all the time. So, well, yeah, you have no idea, but but you just really, it's a goal is to make sure this person feels like they've got the words out, that they've been heard. And I think that can also ease that a little bit if the expectations just aren't coming along at the, at the rate that you yeah. want. But if you feel heard, that does a lot of good things. Absolutely. but And like we said earlier, like this is, there's going to be emotion attached to this. And so depending on where on the spectrum you fall or how intense you're feeling it, again, that goes back to timing too. But sometimes we may need to wait to have some of these conversations or if we have it a couple of weeks after the initial one and we've had some space, like emotional distance from it and maybe had some time to process revisiting it could look very, like the conversation could look very different at that point. And so don't give up if it just doesn't go well the first time, whether that's on both of you or one of you. Like, but even that, like my expectations were not met when we tried to talk about this last time. I've done a lot of thinking about this. I've prayed about it. I've, I feel like I have a little bit more data to share. I'd like to try again. Are you up for it? Yeah. Try again. Yeah. You know, these are, this is the journey of marriage. Yeah. And it's, gonna take sometimes we have to keep swinging even if it doesn't go so well yeah because we learn we can adapt we can grow we can pray we, we can, get more data every time yeah, we do that yeah all right so tara one of the things we're trying to do this season is have a mindful moment near the end of every podcast and so if, if you were to give us it's like it's a homework type of thing or something practical we can do what would be something from the therapist or as we like to call behind the scenes, Tara likes to call herself a therapist because the she's therapist. the therapist. Thank yes. You. From the therapist, what would be a practical thing we could do to begin to walk down this journey of do, dealing with our expectations a little bit better? So this one is a super practical one, but just even like going back to kind of what I shared about the weekend or Saturdays, um, just asking your spouse, like, what do you want this weekend to look like? Or what are your plans for Saturday? Or is there anything you would like to do this weekend? Oh, maybe Saturday morning or Friday, you know, anytime before and just hear them out and maybe try and do that. And if you have something you want to do, take a step and communicate that to them. And maybe that could turn into a really cool thing, whether that's a compromise or like, okay, this week we're going to do your thing. Next week we'll do mine, whatever it is. But I think just start that conversation and put it out there. And if they're like, I don't know, like sit down and be like, all right, let's kind of like try to talk about this till it starts to take shape and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, like I'm only going to watch five football games this weekend <laughs> instead of the normal 10 or something like that. So so the, the the mindful moment would be to start talking about expectations around your weekend and kind of yeah. let that begin like a, a learning process of how to have those conversations. Yeah, something even as simple as what are your plans this weekend or what would you like to do? What do you want this to look like? And just, see what happens. And if you have stuff that you want to share too, that would be the time to do it. Okay. All right. Episode three in the books. Uh, I had some pretty high expectations for this one. Were they met? Do I, we need to talk about well, it? Maybe well, that's the start about the weekend. First. Okay. So, All right. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.